Hey, everybody. My name is John Francis Elamara. I'm from a Grace Episcopal Church. This is an original song that I wrote to kick off the evening tonight. It's called Mighty Power.
got to beat those bloody swords to plowshares. A hammer in the hand, a gold ringing bells for all to hear. Oh, there's a power. Come on, sing. Good evening to all of you. I'm Bishop Hying. I'm the Catholic Bishop here in the city of Madison. And this is our second annual ecumenical Thanksgiving service. Last year was at Our Lady Queen of Peace, and we had well over 700 people there. You know, believers, people from throughout the city. And once again this year, we gather here at City Church, so we're grateful to Pastor Henderson and all the beautiful folks here uh, for hosting us this year. Whenever we ponder the mystery and wonder of life. Whenever we look at a starry sky at night, or the complexity of our own being, or the mystery of love, or the whole power and promise of the gospel, or the love of Jesus, all the gifts that the Lord has poured into our lives, whenever we contemplate any of those things, are we not filled with a tremendous gratitude? That gratitude becomes our response to this extraordinary gift of life and faith and salvation and mercy that God so generously offers to us. So for us as believers, Thanksgiving can't just be held to the fourth Thursday of November. That's too small of a space. Because for us as believers, Thanksgiving is a whole way of life because we respond to everything that the Lord has given us. And so tonight our hearts are filled with wonder and praise. And we live in a world today that is divided, that is violent, that is fearful, that in many ways is dark. 
And we are sent into this world to be salt, to be light, to be the presence of God, to be one that points to the mystery of hope. So we dare to give thanks even in the midst of so much suffering. We dare to give praise even in a world that often feels filled with darkness. And so I just invite all of us uh, to gather in prayer tonight as we begin our Thanksgiving service here at City Church. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Loving God, we thank and praise you for the gift of life, for the gift of faith, for the gift of those who love us, for the gift of food and water and shelter and education and books and the wonder of nature and for the promise of salvation, for the beautiful fact that you have created us in your image and likeness and that we are imperishable for we have an eternal soul and that your great passionate desire is that we live with you forever in the glory of heaven. Help us this night as we give you thanks and praise and glory that our lives may be filled with a generosity that overflows to our neighbors, to our brothers and sisters. For we know that thankfulness is the best antidote to self-pity, to selfishness, to entitlement, to sadness, that gratitude becomes our way of life. Pour forth your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord, that we may be anointed tonight in prayer and in praise. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Hi there, my name is uh, Nathan Rohde. I'm the worship pastor here at City Church. I'd like you to feel free to stand or to sit or whatever you want to do as we worship together. And all creatures of our God and King Up your voice and with us sing, oh, praise him,
worship him in humbleness. Oh, praise him.
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
gritos levanta a los que estaban anorcados. El Señor ama a los justos. El Señor protege a los extraños. Cristo hay más What a joy it is to have you all here tonight. And a, and a great privilege for me to share a few remarks from the passage. I have titled my very brief message, Experiencing the Main Event. On Sunday, you get three points. Today, you only get two. <laughs> Point one, only one experienced the main event. So 10 cried out from a distance, and all 10 of them got healed. But only one came back, and only one got the, the closeness of Jesus, and only one heard the, the second time Jesus spoke, and he said this, your faith has made you well is our translation. One translation, your faith has saved you. It is the word for salvation. It includes the forgiveness of sins. Ten got a blessing. One got a relationship. So I was like a freshman in college, dirt poor, and one happy day I open a letter from my mom and there is a $100 check. Now, today, that doesn't seem like that much, but back then, that was a ton of money. For a suffering college student, that was like the lottery. $100, and there was a note of explanation in it. it my 
grandma's sister, Ruth, who I, we didn't know, had never met, had, was dividing some of her inheritance, sent my grandma money. She dispersed it to her nine children, one of which was my dad. And so mom and dad were passing along the blessing to us six siblings. And so we each got $100. Now, there was a note in it, and it said this. Make sure you send a thank you note to Aunt Ruth. And we got the, the little address how to do this. And, you know, I've been raised, you say thank you. And folks, I was completely, sincerely planning on writing that thank you note. <laughs> I absolutely, I was thankful. I was so thankful for this money, but in the excitement and, and, and I just, it just never happened. Well, it turns out that four of my other siblings did not send a thank you note either. Only one sent a thank you note. And that was my sister, Sheila. And she didn't just send a note. She sent a letter saying how grateful she was and how, she, how they were going to spend the money. Well, a week later, my sister, Sheila, got a note directly from Aunt Ruth with another check for $100. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my check. Psalm 46.1 says that God is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. God is always there. We can always call out to him. No matter what we're going through, no matter what wisdom we need, what provision we need, we can call out to him no matter how we're feeling about him or about life or about anything. But the main event is not God getting us out of trouble or God doing something for us. The main event is a relationship that he wants to have with us. So that brings us to point two. Last point. How do I experience the main event? So this is John 17, 3. Jesus said this. This is eternal life. That they might know you, Father, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. The word know there is the word for intimacy. This, this is eternal life, that they might have an intimate relationship with you. So eternal life is not a quantity of life that we receive after we die. Rather, it is a quality of life that we receive right now in this life, which extends for all eternity. John 14, verse 6, Jesus said this, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So salvation does not come from, a, from an event in our life. It doesn't come from baptism. It doesn't come from communion. It doesn't come from an altar call or for saying a certain prayer. Salvation isn't in an event. It's in a person. And we may in this room disagree with exactly how it starts and exactly how it works, but everyone under this roof right now agrees this. Salvation comes through Jesus Christ. He is the Savior. Amen. 
So I grew up in a religious house, in a religious home, but I didn't know about this relationship that we could have until college. Somebody talked to me, sat me down, and took me through a little booklet called The Four Spiritual Laws. Law number one, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Law number two, sin separates us from God. Law three, Jesus Christ came to die on a cross to bridge the separation between us and God that sin had caused. So far, I'm good to go. Those three, I grew up believing all three of those. But I'd never seen number four. Number four was this. That Jesus, this is Revelation 3.20, is standing at the door knocking. And to be saved, I need to open my heart. And I need to receive him personally. And at the end of this little uh, presentation of the four spiritual laws, there were, there were two circles. And one circle had an S on the throne, and S stood for self. All the dots, which were goals and purposes of your life, were all messed up, and there was a little cross on the outside of the circle, and that stood for Jesus being on the outside. And the other circle had Christ, a cross on the throne, right in the middle of the life, and a small S submitting to him, and all the dots were all lined up really nicely. And he said to me, which one of these two circles is your life? Now, that was an interesting way to ask it, because if he had said, do you think you're going to go to heaven? I would have said yes. If he, if he, if he would have said, do, do you think you're a Christian? I would have said yes. But he didn't ask either of those questions. He said, which one of those circles is your life? And guys, there was no question in my mind. Self was dead in the middle of my life. And the dots were all messed up. My life was really, really, truly a mess. And so I had a moment of honesty. And I said, well, yeah, it's, it's that one. And he asked this question. And this is the question I've got for all of us tonight. Which one do you want it to be? And I pointed to that one with Jesus in the middle. And he said, you know, there's two ways to do this. Jesus comes in as a gift it's not about how good we've been or how good we are. It's about what he has done for us. He said, you could, I could give you the prayer and you could pray it on your own or, or I, would, I could lead you in a prayer that Jesus would come and take his place in the center of your life. And, and that was the day that I opened my heart. That's the day that it began for me. Now, I recognize um, for some of us, Jesus is at the center. The dots are all lined up. For, for some of us, you can think of a time when Jesus was at the center and all the dots were lined up, but, but self has kind of crept back up on that throne. And maybe for others here, you've never known what it is to have Christ in the middle. Would you mind just standing to your feet for just a moment? For just a moment, would you mind closing your eyes? My experience with God is you've got to be honest. You've got to get real with God. You get real with God and he will become very real to you. And if you're here tonight and 
either Jesus has never really truly been on the throne or he used to be on the throne, but he's kind of slipped off and self got back on there. And, but you, you sincerely want him back on the throne or on the throne for the first time. Would you just slip your hand over your heart right now? I'm just going to pray a prayer. And in your own words, in your own way, you just pray something like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for dying for me on the cross. I thank you that you rose again from the dead. You are alive today, and you truly have been knocking on my life. In fact, you're the reason why I'm in this service right now. Lord, I can't make all the dots come together myself. I can't order this thing myself. But I am opening my door. Jesus, please come in. Save me. Forgive me. Wash me. And give me that gift, that greatest gift of a relationship with you. I receive now your gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hello, I am Aliana, and I will be singing Goodness of God. Woo! Your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God I know your voice You have led me through the fire And in darkest nights You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good with every breath that I 
I will sing of the goodness of God. Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Oh yeah, your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. And all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God I'm gonna sing Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God Yes, I am, I will sing of the goodness of God Oh, I'm sing of the goodness of God. Thank you. This evening, we have the opportunity to continue worship God in this moment by bringing forward gifts. Um, many of you have brought with you canned good items. Perhaps you've bought, brought some sort of monetary item. And we want to take this next amount of time to just bring those gifts as a, as a service, a sacrifice to the Lord in Thanksgiving and to serve those in the Madison community in need. I'm going to give you a few instructions as to how this is going to happen without a traffic jam. <laughs> so, um, in this side here, if you could make sure that you are going out this side, bringing your things up here, and then coming back in on this side. The same thing here, go out this way, come up, go back into your row this way. Here, go out this way. Come around, go back into your row that way, and the same here. If that makes sense to everybody on the floor, you can see these nice crates and baskets along the front that you can put things in or around. For those of you in the balcony, 
it's your choice. You can go down either stairwell and come in and go to whichever aisle you would prefer, but trying to keep going one way and coming back in another so we can keep things flowing. There is going to be some reflective music as we do this, and um, I just encourage you that as you bring forward these gifts this evening, that you might maybe say a little prayer as you place them for those who will be receiving these gifts in the future. Thank you.
Our response to our litany of thanksgiving this evening will be, we thank and praise you, O Lord. Please pray with me. Lord, we give you glory for the incredible world you have created, beautiful and complex beyond our imagination, for the expanding grandeur of creation, worlds known and unknown, for this fragile planet Earth, its times and tides, its sunrises, sunsets, and seasons, for mighty mountains and gentle breezes, for every creature and the web of all living things to which we belong, we thank and praise you, O Lord. So thanksgiving for salvation. Lord, for coming into our world to offer us to join you in yours for the precious gift of eternal life gained for us and purchased by your son, Jesus Christ. Through your painful death and joyous resurrection, providing a way for sinners to be reconciled to you for your tender mercies and unfailing unconditional love for the faith which allows us to believe in your love for us for your wonderful plan of salvation available to every one of us we shall say we thank you and praise you O Lord Holy Spirit Lord and giver of life that eternal life that Pastor Tom talked about we give you thanks for all that is good and gracious in the lives you've given us, the image of Christ that we bear. Grant that we may continue to grow in our grateful enjoyment of the life you have given us, for minds to think and hearts to love, hands to serve, for health and strength to work and time to rest and worship for all who are patient and suffering and faithful in adversity, we thank and praise you, O Lord. For our nation founded on principles that uphold the dignity and value of each person, for those who govern, lead, influence, and guide our nation today as we face many challenges, for the protection of our freedoms from any assault, for those with whom we disagree and for those with whom we partner to build a better society. For your generous hand of blessing upon our country and for our many freedoms. We thank and praise you, O Lord. For the work and faith of all those who have gone before us, people strong and brave who have suffered and endured. For all those who have taught us, helped us, pastored us, loved us, accompanied us, or prayed for us, for those who through words and deeds proclaimed your saving word to us, for the connection we have to each other through your wondrous cloud of witnesses. We thank you and praise you, O Lord. For those that we love, we pray with grateful hearts. For those to whom we are responsible, our children, parents, siblings, grandchildren, dear friends, and extended family, for their generosity, faith, hope, and presence, for our neighbors, especially those who bridge differences with grace and forgiveness, for possibilities of partnership and reconciliation, for those who act with kindness, 
gentleness, and patience, and for all those who are dear to us. We praise and thank you, O Lord. For all the comforts in our lives, the technology of this age, the blessings we enjoy, and the unknown blessings on their way, for your great bounty and providing all our necessities and the relief for those in need, for the gifts we seldom notice, the things we take for granted, the rich possibilities you provide, for leisure time, bread without scarcity, water that is pure and safe, and a home to live in. We thank you and praise you, O Lord. We give you thanks for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. We pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by your grace and through your spirit. We thank and praise you, O Lord. For those who faithfully and humbly lead our, or serve in our city and neighborhoods, for those who champion justice, peace, and a fair distribution of resources, for those willing to do the hard manual labor that others disdain. For those who seek the truth and willingly work with others for the good of all. For those who respect, appreciate, and hold up our diversity. For those who work tirelessly to advocate for our vulnerable and needy, our poor and abused, our young and our old. We thank and praise you, O Lord. For the church, the body of Christ, of which Christ Jesus is its Lord and head. For the invisible and the visible, the universal and the local, which showcase your glory throughout the world. For the Holy Spirit, who empowers the churches to demonstrate love to the world. For those men and women who lead us in faith. For the unity of spirit and the bond of peace that despite our differences, allow us to celebrate with thankful hearts what we share through Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank and praise you, O Lord. Please join me as we pray the Our Father prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this, this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
As we move toward closing our service this evening, I would just like to invite you on behalf of all of those who put this service together, all the churches represented here, and of course, City Church, to attend a time of fellowship in the lower level of our church building. If you would like to join us, you can go out either of these ends to these stairwells, go all the way down to the lower level. When you come out the doors there, just go straight ahead down the ramps to our what we call our family room. And we would just love to have you all join us together and just a time of thanksgiving, a time to fellowship with one another and just worship the Lord through that kind of gathering. I'd also like to say that we are so thankful as City Church to have each and every one of you in this place and thankfully for your ch each and every one of these churches in Madison and the opportunity for us to all come together this evening. We'd also like to let you know that if you are interested in other joint community events to please make sure that you let each other know about these gatherings that come together and bring the body of Christ together in our city.
Friends, my brother Marcio and I are fully aware that we are all that stands between you and snacks. <laughs> Will you look at yourselves? Brothers, sisters, siblings, look at yourselves. See how beautiful you are. See how beautiful the community of churches is gathered together in this place this evening. Should we be doing this again? Yes. Now we've marked November 25th of next year, so you can put that on your calendar now. But we need not wait to be Christian kin in unity. We can do this any time of the year. And this is what makes our Lord and Savior glad. Any day of the year, any minute, any hour to come together for prayer and fellowship and song. Churches, you sing beautifully. My heart grew three sizes tonight. <laughs> Friends, my brother Marcio is going to bless you on your way. But remember, in addition to being salt and light, you're also leaven. Go immerse yourself in the world. Take your beautiful selves out there and see what we can make together. Amen. Thank you, Carrie. I was sitting next to Pastor Todd, and he's keeping track of time, so I have about negative four minutes <laughs> to pray. <laughs> so let us pray. But we want to say thank you uh, to City Church for hosting us. Thank you, John and Pastor Andrew Henderson, for helping coordinate this, and thank you to all the churches. Let us pray. Father God, we give you thanks for your presence in this place. We also give you thanks, Father, for the opportunity that we had today to be together, uh, to be the body that you have called us to be. Thank you for the gift of offerings and food that we're giving today. Father, bless the hands that brought that offering today. And Father, and I pray that those who will receive a blessing from this, that they will encounter that Jesus that Pastor Tom was talking about. Father, we give you thanks for the opportunity that we have to continue in fellowship. Bless the servants that are going to be downstairs, Father, and just help us, as Carrie has said, to not wait until November 25th of next year, but that every day will be intentional about being the body that you have called us to be. And in the mighty name of your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, everyone.